what? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. No, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrow from Monty and the Farrow, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast. Monty DeFaro, only seen here out of Indie Music Television. At the board, the best-looking guy in the room, Spidey. Jared, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. We had some complications, but I fixed them all, so we're good. Oh, my God, Boy, yeah. It was, it was complicated. He did put himself he's like, And he's like, There yeah, were I'm complications the in, the in the studio, but Jared got, it, got the TV yeah. working, got our guest up and running. We're going to have a great show. But let me ask you, before we go ahead with this, this could be a sour subject for Farrell, but what did you think of Randy Hogan filling in for Farrell last week? Traitor. Oh, it was good. It was very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, you you said yeah. you said that was better than yeah, Pharaoh. Where to have my back there, Spidey? No, not as good as Pharaoh. I hope he, I hope I hope he gets sprayed by a can of raid there, Spidey. By the way, unbelievable. Happy New Year. Oh yeah, happy we did we did not yeah. see each other, so Happy New yeah, Year. Gesundheit. You were happy down a little ill. How how you feeling, buddy? Uh, how am I feeling? Yeah, how do you feel? I don't know. Why don't you ask your family at home? I want to see my neck broken. Well, That's how I'm feeling. Well, speaking about that. Nope, nope. Change the subject. Hold on. Nope, hold on. Nope. Nope, you're not going to The Master Lock like Challenge, Chris Masters coming into the studio. Yeah. Will, we've got people donating to the St. Jude's Hospital. Again, everybody, if the Pharaoh accepts the Master Lock Challenge, you donate, and all donations will go to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Okay. So now that I put the guilt on you, are oh, you going no to accept? And Chris Lee is putting up $500 if you can break yeah. the Master yeah. Lock. Yeah, well, you know what, Chris Lee, over there in Australia... My buddy, my mate, my ex-buddy. What are you doing? Putting up money to have my neck broken? Come on, Chris. Uh, how much? Do you know how much has been given so far? I'm just curious. Three hundred dollars, not including Chris. Lee. I'm not sure if that's enough for me to break my neck. So why don't get, we? Uh, why don't we wait and see how uh, see how this goes? I, I, I so would gonna appreciate wait a few we'll, more. We'll get a I would more. appreciate a little more coin maybe before I think about having a guy who's built like a, a statue squeeze my neck in like a pimple. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't. Fair have, enough. Is Fair that, enough. Is that cool? Fair enough. All right. Thanks so, guys, you heard it out there. Please try to donate. Uh, all donations will go to the St. Jude's Children's Hospital. 
Um, where did uh, where did Chris get five hundred bucks from, by the way? Chris Chris Lee's got some money, man. You have that kind of money. Chris and that's Lee's, what you spend it on. Chris seeing Lee's my got next a little, snap. Little, Chris, little, I'm very disappointed, Jolie. my friend. Little shout out. First lady of wrestling in the house, JB, loose in the house, ESO Creative sponsor, are you? Burst. Big Tuna. He Big asking, tuna. is Tony Atlas still with you guys? Yeah, Tony yeah. Atlas was just here for Christmas. Sure he is. Matthew Holland, uh, Chris Lee, obviously, who's not been feeling well. Phil oh. DeCessere. Feel better, mate. Hey, Phil. DeCessere, I got it. You've got it. Thank you. Did you practice? What I've happened? been. RJ Hudson in the house. He clicked out of nowhere? Well, he did. Say. He did. He did. What's up, Phil? Phil What's is the everybody? president of Thursday nights. Did you know that? He is? That's what they're saying. Okay. Roy Phil, Batiste in the house. Roy, how are you? Does Phil want to see my All neck right, broken so, too? Phil, you want to see my neck broken too? So, guys, I'm, I'm Jesus, very, very excited for the guest we have this week. She was kind enough to take time out of her busy schedule, Miss Daniela Pet Petro. 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 All right, Petro. and she'll correct me if I got it wrong. <laughs> and if anyone doesn't know who she is, uh, she's a so I'm going to call her a social media influ a social media influencer. Okay. All right. Yeah. And most recently okay. is known for being the girlfriend of WWE superstar Matt Riddle. Bro. All right. Bro. Um, so before yep. she comes on, mm -hmm. I want people to think about judging people, yeah, right? Because please. people have these preset opinions about stuff. And the reason I'm bringing yeah. it up, for example, of course. a couple of fans wrote me and gave me some information as a guy out there by the name of Don Tony. Okay. Uh, I think you've heard of him, right? I've heard yeah. of him. I think he has. A, he's been around podcasting. I've heard of him through you. Hotlines. I'm not going to give him any credit. I've heard of him through you. But well, so, I, I so know he's got he's got right. a channel. I understand. Well, it's not just the YouTube thing. He, he used to have like a wrestling hotline, shit like that. But anyway, the point of the matter wrestling is, I guess I guess right. he knew that Daniela was coming on the show, so he ended up booking uh, Misha Montana, who is the present girlfriend of Matt Riddle, and uh -huh. she's an also a, okay. what, from what I understand, is a porn star. Okay, again, I'm not okay. well-versed in this, right? Uh, right. Um, but the whole point I have here is uh, some people wrote that he had a show announcing that he had Misha Montana on, and he had a few things to say about Daniela, right? And uh, Well, he you knows know, her? No. Yeah. Well, so that, well he, that was my what, point. What's he doing? It's like, here, here's a guy, I guess, because, I, I, again, she'll tell the story. I don't know the story fully. Yeah. But here's a guy who's laying judgment, and all I'm saying is we shouldn't be laying judgment on anybody, right? right. You want to hear this story, and then you can of figure course. out what you want to take with it or what you Digest don't. Digest it as you will. Right, but I would, yeah. I would say to this Don Tony guy, right, yeah. it's like, be careful, dude, because, you know, you're living in a glass house. I mean, I don't know how fans know this, but from what they're telling me, you were married once before and arrested for harassing your ex-wife. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, he was kicked out of the military. Okay. Right. Um, and he's tossing stones. He's pr he, that's my Isn't point. Isn't that the, one of the age-old things you shouldn't? Be? You should not be judging. Not when you live in a glass Man. house. And again, these are fans sending me this information. Okay. I don't really know the guy. Okay. I don't know if what I'm saying is true, but it, I mean, I gotta assume if people know about this. Right. So my whole point is. Um, just don't judge. I, I'm not big on judging people. I, I, I believe in, you know, as far as when it comes to me, I believe in people's right to speak their minds. Absolutely. Right? No matter what they believe in. Do I agree yeah. with everything they believe in? No. No. Do they agree with everything I believe in? No. No. But the one format, and so, again, I want to thank everybody who's supporting the show. 
this type of free speech yeah. took down the last channel, which had over you know multi million views. This type of free speech didn't take down the last channel. 20-something thousand. Oppressive assholes right. took down the last channel. That's my opinion, by the so way. So again, with, do it what you will. With, but the point is, yeah. right, with people like Danielle is willing to come on the right. channel, help us rebuild again, it Absolutely. means a lot, right? It sure does. So I want to take a commercial break. Yeah. Um, but first. Go ahead. But first. Oh, no. What do you got? I want to thank the band that sings a theme song for Monty Farrow and Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner, Bart Griggs. Make up the band, Wisteria Hall. I've been feeling well. <clears throat> Bart, man! It was not too bad. Randy Hogan did a good job with that. Oh, yeah, week. he did a great job with that. Wisteria Hall sings... Have, what did he have? The uh, master lock on him when he was trying to hit those notes? What what happened there, Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Hit like and subscribe. Yeah. Or if you don't like watching videos and seeing people's ugly mugs, and I'm not saying you guys are ugly. I'm not saying that. <laughs> You quick, can download their music on Spotify, Apple Music, Reverb Nation. If you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, where you can watch us on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, the Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page. Right. Hear us on High Heart Radio, Spotify, Anchor. Watch us on the Monty DeFaro Twitch TV page. Boy, also, you? Monty DeFaro, who's the number eight most recognized pro wrestling podcast. In the world. Is that because we wear our sunglasses at night? That's the rumor. I, and if you're lucky me. enough to live in New York, catch us on Channel 115 every Tuesday at 7.30 or Saturday at 11.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Or Channel 20, your, the channel you like better, at 9 p.m. Yeah. We want to thank Amazon Music for adding us onto their channel. And we want to thank our new sponsor, Manscaped, where the MNP promotion starts today. We so like use it. the code MANDP. Okay. And get yourself some good Manscaped material. Now, before we go to commercial break, just one quick thing. Mm. Do you give me any chance with the this master lock thing? Honestly, I do. I okay. do. I've now, known now, you for now, I've Randy, known you for a long time. I believe, I believe you have a fighter's chance. You have a puncher's you chance. You know I'm a fighter, so, right? Okay. You have a puncher's um, chance. What I found interesting was is that Randy, my my buddy. My pal, Randy Hogan, who I love, gave, gave me no shot whatsoever. Now, suppose... No, he did. He gave you a shot. No, he didn't. He was like, oh, no, he said, snap, crackle, he said, pop. He goes... Like I'm a bowl of fucking rice he has, he has a slight... He said he has a slight, slight shot, I don't and have. a slight shot is left down. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, right, right. So how or something you know that I, I won't pull out like, like a little pocket knife and just stab him in the toe? He might go, ow, and I'm out. How does he know? Never know. I'm you can't use illegal. You. you cannot use Why illegal. Why not? Foreign, obje- foreign like objects not allowed. I'm built like a string bean. All right, we'll be right back. Wow. See you in a uh, broken neck second. Sir? Ah. Manscaped? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says weed whacker. <laughs> I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Love Manscaped, it. dude? Love it. What do you use it for? Necessity. What? What don't I use it for? Put it this way. The only hair I have on my entire body is these eyebrows yeah. that oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. That's all, that's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the so pick. Manscaped there, is a you, must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas absolutely i hate it i'm gonna ask you a question 
Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we, as men, we try not to admit this. But if you're going to uh, go do I know a deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather going. have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush? <laughs> racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald, mm. then I, I start, where is that pedophilia line that I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. Yeah, that's very interesting. Like that. I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Holy yeah. shit. So if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is, has, like I said, well manicured, yeah, you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides of that. Plane. I just don't. I don't want. <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that. Gotcha. As well. Oh, yeah, look but, what you found. Ooh, I got to be all honest gotcha. though. Hey, the, ah. the, the older I get though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, I found it. Have, I found have it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear then? What is? Retro. Absolutely. You're like, whoa. Wow. Yeah, like, like it pops out? Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, tr I muster through. I muster up the <laughs> courage. He's, he's a trooper. <laughs> yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> Gotta give him an yeah, not, all, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, there you no, go. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> listen, can't, I couldn't, I couldn't Super say Bush. I couldn't say it. Well, <laughs> if you have the same beliefs as Maven, does Manscaped could help you? Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, with that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break and anyway. be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a drop kick second. A uh, drop. <laughs> oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, not the much. You know, Jimmy, I love this country. Oh. I love to buy Made in America material, and I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 11717, the shop at the corner. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No, I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well... For all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV, where we're welcoming our guest, Miss Daniela Petro. How are you? Good, how are you guys? Good, good. So how's your new year starting? I'm on your show. <laughs> Started pretty good. Starting. Well, well that could go either way. That could be bad or good. I don't know. A minute. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so the fans out there, they're tuning in. Daniela, could you tell people who you are and kind of give a little synopsis of your life? my life well i am her ex-girlfriend of matthew riddle um i met him actually january 2nd 2022 um i ended my relationship with him 
about the end of May, beginning of June, um, we had an up and down relationship that moved very fast. Um, I was at the Hall of Fame with him. Uh, I was his date. So that's kind of where people started noticing who I was. Um, I'm a single mom. Uh, been separated from my children's fathers for about five years. He recently passed away last year. So I'm on this on my own. Uh, I live in Tampa, Florida. I'm really honestly in this whole wrestling world, a nobody. Never watched wrestling in my life. Never knew who the hell Matt was, honestly. Um, didn't even know who Randy Orton was, which I guess is like a god in the wrestling world. He's, he's legendary. Um, so meeting him, I guess was up to fate <laughs> in some cruel psychotic way. To say the least. How does um, one meet Matt Riddle? How did you come across Matt in the first place? Not being a wrestling fan, how did, how did that happen? <laughs> so I love Cardi B. I love how outspoken she is. I'm not a big rap fan, but I'm definitely a fan of hers. And I followed her on Instagram. And I, of course, followed her husband, Offset. And I was just going through the stories. And Offset posted a picture with the Amigos and Randy Orton and Matt Riddle in the picture with them. And I just remember like, oh my God, is there a tag? Please tell me there's a tag. Clicked on the name and he, he was everything. If I could build my own guy like weird science visually, that was my, that was my weird science right there. And I was like, you know what? Oh, he's like, so a couple hundred thousand followers. <laughs> He's probably not going to see this. I'm going to shoot my shot. And I just sent like a provocative video. Um, enough to kind of just lure him in if he looked at it. And literally 30 minutes later, I got a response. And I was just like, Okay, he's, he's, he's verified. Let me make sure it's not someone controlling his account for him. Because a lot of people don't control their own accounts nowadays. They have someone that they paid to control it or post things for them. And he sent me a video talking about how hot I was. And then we just were talking nonstop that whole day. We had a lot, which was kind of scary and common, came from the same area, Pennsylvania. He was born in Allentown. His mom's from Pennsylvania. I grew up in Wilkes-Barre Scranton, which is only a 45 minute difference. Um, he's a divorced, he's gonna be divorced. He was separated. So he's like, I'm separated with three kids. I'm like, oh my God, I have three kids too. What are yours? Oh, I have two girls and a boy. Oh my God, I have two boys and a girl. Like the things like that, it was just like, same age range he was he's only like two years older than me um and it was just it felt so almost like we've, we've been long friends and it went so smoothly and it wasn't for like about a week when i physically met him and then when i went to see him i drove because he lived about two hours away from me um i drove and he's like do you just want to like hang out and like play video games and chill. And I'm like, we're like 30 years old, but sure. <laughs> like, We don't need to go out. He's like, I'm on the road all the time. I just want to just be home. 
So then I went there, hung out with, he has, I don't know if he has now, but then he had roommates. Um, they got stoned, played video games. I actually was braiding his hair. He loved the fact that I could braid. Um, and then I was just kind of just like, it felt like just normal. Like, well, I don't know. I don't know Danielle, how to describe it. Daniela, was it like kismet? I mean, when you... Obviously, you're attracted to him. He's attracted to you. You don't really. This is the first he's time meeting gorgeous. each other. We'll give him that. He's a gorgeous. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> he's pretty. Well, as fuck. you know, I'll I'll go with that. He's definitely a good looking guy for sure. Um, he's he's a good looking guy. But he's he's like, like a like a Brad Pitt and Troy, the long flowy. <laughs> I I remember seeing your comment about that. I it's the hair. It's something about the hair. <laughs> But, but no, are you nervous like, just, the first time you're meeting him or is it, or you guys are just like, I it's nice, I easy peasy. I wasn't because I also, it, it didn't register who, like the extent of who he was. So like, I didn't know who he was and I really didn't find out who he was probably until like we went out with a bunch of his friends who were wrestlers and we are at dinner and like, the manager came up and was just like, hey, so I guess you guys are noticing everyone noticing you guys. And we were just wondering if the staff and some of the, like the, the guests can come over and like, you know, get autographs and pictures with you guys. I'm like, I literally, I was an asshole. I said, I was like, who the fuck are you guys? Like, who are you? Like, I didn't, they, he just seemed like a normal, good looking guy. If anything, I would have just been like, oh, he's like one of those Instagram model types. Like he, I didn't know how big or what name he held in like this whole industry. So for me, I wasn't nervous. I was actually, I, he made me feel very comfortable and for how much we could talk and what we were talking about, it flowed so smoothly, it was effortless. So just being like, oh, I only know you for a couple of days. I'm gonna drive to go hang out at your house. You have roommates and friends, no problem. Like it just seemed like I was gonna go hang out with someone I've already known for quite some time. So it definitely was effortless and there was no nerves when it came down to like meeting him for the first time. Now, you know, you know, we separated at the time. Um, how did you feel about that? Were you, were you, I don't know, like, what was that like? You know, so, you, you know, he's married, right? So it's like, hey. It was probably like day two or three. He goes, so... I haven't been with my wife. I haven't lived in the house for like for like half the year now. And then he goes, and I also got to tell you something. Um, I was accused. I was accused of um, sexually abusing someone. I'm like, what? <laughs> like what? He was like, but you got to hear me out. She was my mistress. And I'm like, okay mistress and he's like I got back with my wife and I didn't choose her so she's she tried to take down my career and then I'm like as a wife I've had that happen where I was like I'll forgive him and then the other woman was like no he's mine now so then I kind of was just like that makes sense and he's like google me and I'm like I don't want to google you he's like no you should google me I'm like well no if, if you're telling me this I'm gonna believe you I'm, I'm trusting you. Anything can be put out on the internet. So it's like, I was taking what he was saying because he was so forthcoming about it that I was like, there had to be trust. He's giving me no reason right now to distrust him, and especially to be so ashamed of something like that. It's very hard to 
willingly give up that kind of information, barely knowing anyone and trying to get to know someone, especially on an intimate level or a sexual level, that's the one bomb you don't drop, you know? Well, so so not to, I, I not, believe not to, in, not to interrupt you, just so the fans know, the person you're speaking about is professional wrestler, a former professional wrestler, Candy, Candy Cartwright, Cartwright, correct? Yes. Okay. He didn't call her that. He called her Samantha. Okay. So at the time you believed him, knowing Matt Riddle yeah. now, after a year, has your mind changed about what happened between him and Candy Cartwright? That's where the epitome of counseling had me almost like an awakening where so set on what truth he gave me was facts till getting counseling kind of just made me be like, oh shit, this shit's happened to me. Everything <laughs> that, that clearly he, it was almost like he was warning me himself without warning me, just happened to me. Now granted with the different narratives, different scenarios, but the same logist just happened to me. And like, I felt like a complete dumbass that there was all these warning signs and I didn't believe it. And then when I, when we were in the middle of our relationship, I did start Googling it. I watched his little, like, I would never force a man or a woman to do this kind of thing and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, that's the man I know. Like he, he, it, that's, I believe him. I believe that video. I believe everything out of his mouth. I'm, I know him. I, I feel like I'm a good judge of character and being in his presence and talking with him. I can never see him doing something like that. I can never see him intentionally hurting someone for his own purpose, you know, like, so it definitely was a big slam in the wall when I, the reality hit that he did that shit to me. It really, really hit. How, how? You were with him for about five months, if I caught this correct, January through like May, June, five About six, six months. months, yeah. How, how far into the relationship did you start to see perhaps that Charles Manson side of him? Not that that's a great example, but like when did the darkness start showing with this guy? Was it a, a little thing? I think when the real darkness happened was WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, okay. I had, I had other moments where like um, something happened between him and Lisa and the attorneys and I was at the house and I remember the, him on the phone with his attorney and like he was like so happy-go-lucky that day and like it was date night and we're gonna have such a great time and then it just like was like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde and then we were laying in bed and he was just like I could just I felt his demeanor change and then I'm like, is everything okay? And he's just like, I'm just I'm so sad. I'm like, okay, what are you sad about? And then like, because I wasn't asking the right questions or God knows what the hell reason why he just lost it, started throwing things, broke his phone, told me to get the fuck out of his house. It was pouring rain. And I'm like, what did I do? Like, like what? And then there's me like, okay, I'm not your girlfriend right now. Clearly you need a friend and I I want to know what's going on. And he's just like, I'm just so depressed and I'm just so sad and I'm just, I'm over it. And, 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 and I don't deserve anyone's love. And, and then it turned into this like, woe is me. So then I'm like, 
caretaker, like nurturer, like, oh, like, how can I help you? (laughs) And he kicked me out. I was crying hysterically. It was probably like four in the morning, pouring rain. Then he calls me and he's like, I I need you. I need you back right now. I I need you back in this house right now. Like, I need you. Like, you're, you're the best thing that you're the only thing, only person that understands me. You make me so happy. And I'm like, you just threw me out and all my belongings because we did move really fast. I was there about minimum two days a week, if not four days a week. So then I started leaving stuff there, had my own drawers, my own bathroom stuff. Cause I'm like lugging a suitcase back and forth every week. I was just like, you know what? Is it okay if I leave stuff here? He's like, yeah, I'm not seeing anyone. I'm seeing you. You can leave whatever you want here. So like he literally took all my stuff, just threw it out. And at first I was just like, okay, he's going through a divorce. That's how I pacified it. And then it was just like little actions of, um, People are going to really give me a lot of shit. I already know for saying this. I allowed him to step out. Um, Not meaning I was welcoming it. Like, yeah, go sleep with other women while you're on the road. But I was at the mindset that he admitted that he had a lot of affairs. And he is a good looking guy. And I was more or less like, do I beat him or do I join him? So um, he told me he was all mine, but he does have needs. And I knew what kind of needs he had because minimum per day, probably eight times a day, he had to have sex. Minimum. And I'm like, what is he going to be like when I'm not around? Like, like he's got from someone. So I, I made rules and I compromised saying, you know, I don't want the intimacy you give me. If it's just the act or the need itself, just don't make it an ongoing thing. Just let it be a like a one night, be protected. And, you know, cause then that was an arrangement and a discussion that me and him um, came up with. And yeah, I started selling my soul to the fucking devil. Basically. You think, he, you think he honored that promise about keeping it safe? Uh, my gut read is telling me no, but that's just my feelings on it. Um, he told me about one, and it saddens me because when it happened, the way he told me about it, it was right before he was going to um, Saudi Arabia or Saudi for the elimination chamber, and I was supposed to come and see him off, and he's like, no, I'm just out with you know the boys. I don't want you to have to drive that far. I miss you though. He ended up hooking up with a, a regular stripper that the one strip club we would always go to. Um, and he made it believe that she came onto him and he was coked out of his mind. He couldn't get his dick up. And he was so, he regretted every moment of it. And then I called her and she, she literally was like, no, he made me give him a blowjob. He made me do this. And I was like, and I'm like, my boyfriend would never make, he, you see what kind of man, he's gorgeous. He would never make a girl like you do something like that. And I started getting angry that this girl made it seem like my boyfriend forced her to do this. And I was freaking out. And 
And he's like, no, 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 don't, don't call her. Don't attack her. And I'm like, she's making it seem Matt, that you forced her to give you head. That's a lie. Like, why are you going to let some girl like this say things like that to me? And he's like, it was a mistake. I regret it. I love you. And you make me so happy when I come back. I promise it's going to be the best Valentine's day when, when I see you and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And I didn't, these things didn't register to me. I'm literally going to defend my boyfriend thinking, you know, he's some goddamn saint when I have this 20 year old stripper telling me my boyfriend forced her to suck his dick. And I'm like, you're a liar. He would never do that. <laughs> like, you know how that makes me feel looking now present day about my actions and behaviors, even just trying to justify his. It makes you feel suckered. So, so I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, it seems like you feel, it seems to me you, you were comp, you compromised your beliefs in a lot of ways. Uh, two questions. Why did you go to social media attacking Mac, Matt Riddle's ex-wife, one? And two, being that you're traveling all over the place to be with uh, Riddle, <laughs> is there a guilt involved because you have three kids? Like, who's watching the kids? Um... One, I never attacked Lisa. I never attacked Lisa. So how that whole thing got blown out of proportion, I, I'm i not a social media influencer. I am a nobody. I like making these little reels. I think they're catchy. They're fun. And I was in the room and I was like, oh, I look cute. And the one reel that popped up was like, oh, you know, he looks better with me. I was not aiming for Lisa, one, because there's been women before me between him and Lisa, and I was not gunning for her. So let's get the record straight. Um, I have sent her, I know she read it. I sent her, I am sorry that people thought that, but it, I was not gunning for her. Um, to, um, uh, I was going to visit him. I didn't travel with him. The only time I ever traveled with him was when WrestleMania it was the only time I ever traveled with him, but I did go and stay with him and I had my uh, mother <laughs> watch my children, but I also do have a teenager and I always, I'm only, it was only a two hour drive. It's honestly, I've done that, go to Disney world and come back the same day. It was just more realistic of like, instead of the back and forth, I'm just going to stay consistent days. So I did have at the time a good support system of like, Hey, do you mind watching the kids? But it wasn't always like a four day. The longest I would stay at a time was four days. But most of the time it was about two to three days. And I was just right there. So if it was, Hey, need you. Okay. I'll be home coming. You know, I would. So, and it never was like a necessary thing, but I did have, um, I had my kids watched by my mother at the time. So. Daniela, looking back on it in hindsight, I know hindsight is 2020. I'm speaking for myself, but I'm pretty sure I speak for my partner. In my opinion, 9.9999 out of 10 men would come to see you. In hindsight, you went to go see him. Do you almost feel like the spider was drawing you into the web? Because this bothers me. I feel like he should have gotten in a damn car and go seen you for the first time. And there you are driving over to him. Do you, do you think about stuff like that? You sound afterwards? like all of my friends. Oh, well, well, then I'm in good company, obviously, if they're your friends. so You are. I mean... No, there was times where he promised he was going to come see me. And then 
his excuse was, you know, we drive ourselves all the time. The one thing I don't want to do is drive in the car. And when he would be, when he would go see his kids, he was driving another two hours to go visit his kids. He was like, the one thing is like, I want you to come see me. I mean, like he was, I wasn't like blowing money doing this. He was like, here, this is for all the gas for driving. And like, but yeah, there was no effort put forward. And I, I I look back at myself kind of like, what were you what? like you would never like oh you don't you don't have time to come see me well i don't have time to give you like that's how i normally would be and that's where it's like going to social media about this i didn't think anyone was ever ever gonna watch my things but i remember when i first realized it was just being abused and in this the aspect of emotional and mental abuse i was in complete denial and i kept standing strong that at least i wasn't sexually abused like the last one like at least i didn't get sexually abused and then it was like diving deep into what did i go through i sat down with a counselor three different sessions an hour and a half each where she read my text messages, our conversations, like a narrative to me and was like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, did I really apologize for him getting a girl to suck his dick? Did I really say I'm sorry for him throwing me out? Did I really like, and I was just like, how did he have this power over me? Like, we were at WrestleMania and one of the NXT wives was there and he wasn't and she was drunk and she was all over Matt. And I'm, I'm not, I'm very, very comfortable in my own skin. I don't need to be up my boyfriend's ass. I don't need to be following her around like some little groupie. I do my own thing. And Matt kept trying to come near me and he was like, do you see what she's doing? I'm like, yeah, I clearly see. And he's like, well, babe, stake your claim. And I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to stake my claim on anything. One, she's a married woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm okay. You're not, you're not misbehaving. You're not doing anything to make me question you. So like, I'm okay. So then she came up to our room because we were all drinking or whatever. And she lays that on our on my bed, vagina out, fake titty popping out, and I'm just like, okay. No, she's crossing the line. So they all leave to go back down. We take our liquor. Matt's like, I think she should stay with us. And I'm like, excuse me? No, you need to call her husband. He's like, no, she, she, she missed her flight. She doesn't have any place to stay. You know, everything's booked up right now. So she's going to stay in the room with us. She could sleep in the other bed. I'm like, if she has the audacity to try to fuck you in front of me, what is she gonna do as soon as my eyes were closed? And he lost it on me saying, it's gonna be your fault if she gets raped and I'm trying to protect her and you're just standing in the way of me trying to protect a woman from getting raped. And he screamed at me and told me to get the hell out of our room. And I'm like, why don't you call her husband? Or why don't you pay for a room so then she's not in our room and doesn't cause this problem between us? So the next morning, he literally tried to throw me out of our room at WrestleMania because I wouldn't let him fuck another wrestler's wife while I was sleeping because she was completely annihilated. 
Like I, these are things where I'm just like, why did I allow this to happen? And that kind of was the tipping point of it because when we were at the airport, someone caught video of me crying and Matt grabs my arm. He's like, stop it. They're recording behind us. And then he turns around and he's like, Hey guys. And I'm like, he's like, do not turn around. Cause you can clearly see I'm distraught. I'm completely distraught. And like, we just go back in and they're like, Hey riddle. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, and he's like, we will talk about this when there's not anyone around. And I'm just like, fuck, like I'm in trouble. And I was constantly apologizing for things that he was doing, things that were clearly wrong, but I was too blinded to see were wrong. And I'm just like, what, 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 what planet was I on, honestly, in this relationship? Like I made a man literally question, as a woman, my self-worth and my value and it was just like how did I let it get that far so I used the only outlet that I had because when I realized that no one believed candy and I was reading all this stuff and it was just like to know that you've gone through the same exact thing it's it's shell shocking because you think you can stop that you think you know the signs and the symptoms and whatever but you don't because you you're so wrapped up in this love that you have for this person that you literally will do anything and anything not thinking if it's good or bad right or wrong and it's just like fuck like he he fucking did that shit to me like <laughs> sorry no you can't you can't cry over someone who didn't give a shit hon you really, you can't do that to yourself. But that's it. He had a way to make me feel like he didn't give a shit, but then reel me back in like I was, like I was the only person in this world and he couldn't breathe air unless he had me in his life. Mm. The master manipulator. At least that's what it sounds like. It's hard for you know, you mentioned you have three children. Did Matt ever come by? I mean, obviously he's a famous guy. Did he ever come by to speak to your children or were they excited to meet him or? Was there any kind of um, interaction we there? To a, we went to a Monday Night Raw. <laughs> this was fun. Um, we planned, he was like, I'm going to be in Jacksonville. I'll get you and the boys tickets. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fun. I was like, oh, wait, do you want me to, why don't you invite your kids? And I'll like chaperone them so they can see you. He's like, no, my kids don't like wrestling. I'm like, okay, well, we started watching wrestling because then he would start talking about work and I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. So we would talk about it and, and me and my kids would start, it became our thing, Monday Night Raw. My kids got really into it. Never watched it before and they started getting into it. Especially because now they've seen that when he's old. He'll chat with them. He's never physically met them in person besides at the gate, like right where the ring is and everything else. That's about it. So we get to WrestleMania, and I'm, I'm, we're sitting in our seats, and, or not WrestleMania, Monday Night Raw, and I'm like, why does that woman look so next to me? And it was Lisa Riddle. Oof. I'm like texting Matt, like, is this a cruel joke? Why is your soon-to-be ex-wife sitting next to me and your children? And I thought you said they don't like wrestling. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Oh, my God. My children and so much of the screaming and the yelling and the name calling and i was just like why would you put me through this he goes well she wanted to come and bring the kids i'm like you straight up told me your children do not like wrestling why would you allow your ex-wife 
to come. And then not only I'm sitting next to her, I am stuck through this whole show with your ex-wife, who clearly hates me and doesn't even know me, screaming all types of obscenities at me. Like, what the hell? And this man, he just, he loves it. He loves the drama. I found out from his brother that he purposely, like, eats this shit up. And I told him, he was like, no, he knew what he was doing, letting Lisa come with the kids and sitting you two next to each other. He was like, this man loves chaos. And he loves women fighting over him. And I'm like, I'm not fighting with anyone in public. I have my children with me. <laughs> like, right. I am not making a scene. I have to tell my children to calm down because my teenager's like, mom, she keeps calling you names. I'm like, just kill her with kindness. Smile. Just smile. Not uh, it was horrible. <laughs> not knowing much about wrestling, and then of course meeting uh, Matt Riddle. You get to the WrestleMania. At what point did the light bulb go off? That wow, wrestling's pretty big. Did, did, did how far into that occur? Where I was like, wait a second, this guy's part of something pretty big here. I think it was when we were just driving around Dallas. And like just seeing his face everywhere on the things and then like not even being able to like go down to the bar and have a drink because like everyone like I went this is how I knew my boyfriend was big at the time because I went to my Starbucks and I had on an RK brochure because of course like he I got all that stuff from him all the time and my regular barista she has her son there and he's about nine, 10 years old. So he's about the same age as my youngest. And she goes, Oh my God, my son loves them. I go, Oh, it's funny. That's one of my boyfriends. And her son goes, wait, Matt Riddle. Cause he, I guess he knew that Randy was married and I'm like, yeah. So I called up Matt and I was like, he was like, Hey, I gotta just text you. I'll call you back. I'm like, and I sent him a video of the kid. I was like, I guess this kid is one of your biggest fans. He was showing me his whole room and like pictures of like the little figurines and Matt and stuff. And like this kid to see this kid's eyes just so light up, just talking about Matt really hit me that this, this man is something in this industry. Like people just know him and they idolize him and they look up to him. And then, and honestly, when I started watching the show because of him, I was like, ah, that's cheesy. That's corny. But Matt's character was one of the, everyone has a friend like Matt. He has been one of the most realistic characters out of all of them that I've ever seen where it's just like, I can name two good friends growing up. That was a Matt. That was a bro. You know what I mean? And it was just like, he's the most relatable person to real life. You know? He's Spicoli he, from his Fast quirkiness, Times <laughs> Yeah, like basically. He was a Bro. Kelso on that 70s show, you know? Yeah. Dude, where's my car? He's he's a relatable person. Yeah. How but that's when it really started hitting did he get, me. Did he, did he hurt you? I mean, I, I, I got to admit, I'm not much of a – I don't – gravitate to the internet to find out every last month did this guy hurt you at any point put his hands on you bruise you anything like that only time he's ever violently hurt me he was fucked up one night and showing off and we were at like an after party and he was just like but let me just show him i'm like no 
I'm, I'm, this is, I usually got into like mama bear mode with him because I'm like, okay, I got to stop drinking. I got to stop partying because now I got to babysit him because he's, he goes hard. He goes really hard. He doesn't know limitations to himself. So he was trying to do the wrestling moves on me and I kept telling him to stop. I'm like, no, I'm not trying. I'm like, Matt, stop it. You're fucked up. You're going to hurt me. Stop. So I tried running away from him and he grabbed my wrist and I ended up dropping down and ended up fracturing my ankle in six different spots. And one of the other wrestlers' brothers wrapped my ankle. Had to, I was in a boot right actually three days before we went to wrestle. I couldn't walk. And I like, he was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, well, I know it was an accident, but like, I told you to leave me alone. Like, I told you to stop. And you just kept going and to just, just fuck around. And like, he would do things like that. Um, but I don't think, but also he was under the influence all the time. So not even the sound of mind. Besides, How the things Matt would do, he was fucked up. Besides marijuana, what other influences does he, would you did you see him uh, influence himself with? Well, I'm not gonna give, I'm not gonna make him like some like, I party too, I'm okay. not gonna lie. I was away from my kids. Mm -hmm. I like festivals, I engage. Right. But the way I look at things like that is, it's 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 not a, an everyday thing. It's it's a fun, happy, well, mm -hmm. once in a while, not to get by shit. Like, right. Right. Um, ecstasy, Molly, cocaine, cocaine definitely. Mm -hmm. um shrooms uh edibles basically i don't think i've ever seen cocaine or heroin you, but... you, <laughs> now you know you know matt's obviously in rehab now um did it get yeah, uncontrollable no for one him looked at my text messages where he said i want to do a bunch of molly and cocaine and like mm. Did you know it was going to get out of control with him? That he got, you know, that he had to check himself in a rehab. Was it that bad, or were you just looking the other way because you loved him so much? No, I knew it would get that bad because half the times that he would apologize to me for some really crazy shit that he would do was because he was. Everyone has a drink. Well, we use alcohol. Alcohol is the easiest thing to relate to. Everyone has a drink. But there's a point of when you're drinking, are you trying to black out or are you just trying to enjoy yourself? Mm. And then like with some people that have like addiction problems where they don't know their limitations and they're using it as a coping mechanism. My personal belief, there is some underlining fucked up shit with Matt. And I don't, I don't care if he wants to use it for the divorce as a crutch. No, dude, you've had problems. There is some fucked up demons in your, your past that you have not dealt with, some trauma that you must have experienced because he, he uses whatever high he can get to numb or not face any reality for however long that, that, that high can be. And if he can't get that high from weed anymore because he's been doing it for so damn long, what's the next level? Even sex, sex to him, sex to him is a drug. That's a drug. Mm. If he's happy, sad, or mad, he needs to fuck. And I think that's why also too, the sexual appetite was there, there was no quenching that thirst. I literally would be, don't touch me anymore. Like I cannot take anymore. This is, this is a lot. He would wake me up in the middle of the night while I'm dead asleep to have sex and then go back to playing video games. And then wake me up 
four hours later when I would get up normally for just eight, nine o'clock in the morning to have sex yet again. Lunchtime, sex. Uh, brunch, sex. It just sex, 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 sex. There was no quenching that thirst. Wow. Oh, I mean, okay. good for him for the, the stamina, but like it, there was none. I even made the compromise before. It used to be the shaking me to wake me up to have sex. And I'm like, okay, if you're gonna have to wake me up while I'm sleeping, can we at least do like a, like a, hey babe, or a kiss on the cheek, something. I was making compromises because of what he wanted. He wanted me whenever, whatever it was. Okay, if it's gonna be these three, 4 a.m. wake up booty calls while I'm dead fucking asleep in your room, and then you're just gonna not go to bed and go right back out to playing video games, then how about this? Can you at least not shake me like, like a hurricane or like there's a natural disaster outside and there's some urgency to this? Did, uh, did your kids ever ask why he never came to the house? Did you ever try to get Matt to come to your house? Yeah, you could come, come see my kids. This is where I live. Did, was there any of that? No, because we kind of had the agreement with the whole kids thing. Unless it was, like, something that was going to be, like, next level. It wasn't about... Because, like, with my kids especially, I was able, when their father was alive, I was week on, week off. They would go with him for a week. I would have that whole week to have my dating life. And I was able to keep that separate from them. But after their dad passed, I had to be like, fuck, any man that I'm around now, I can't hide my dating life from them now. They're with me now 24-7. It's not, okay, they're with their dad this week, so I can go on a date night and da da da, da. No. So I definitely was, uh, I think my son, my little one, was the one that called it out. He's like, are you my mom's boyfriend? Like, because I was talking to him every day when he wasn't around, FaceTiming him. Um, I remember the first time I saw Matt cry, which that had me hook, line, and sinker. Because my son called me to say goodnight to me while we were out at dinner, my little one. And it was probably like a week or two into seeing him. And he just broke down in tears talking about how he missed his kids. But then it, it kind of like altered because he would also trash talk his own children. And I'm like... I would never say those kind of things about my children. Like, you were a mistake. Sorry. Like, you don't say things like that. But it was definitely one of those, we kind of kept it just more, we had, they're there with us only. So, like, even with, like, Russell, uh, Monday Night Raw when I took my kids, it was the waving the hello, goodbye. I know they wanted to get Matt to sign some things, but he ended up meeting up with his kids after the show. Um, so it was like, you know what, that's fine. They said thank you to the, for the tickets to him over like FaceTime, but it wasn't the urgency to like, oh, you need to come meet my kids. It was more like we kept that kind of pretty separate from each other. Okay. So what did it he wasn't, say when, it what wasn't did even he say a thought when, process. I'm sorry. Hon. What did he say when your, your son said, are you my mom's boyfriend? What was his answer? Uh, he laughed it off. Left a lot of times. It was weird. I would get in trouble for defining him as my boyfriend, but when it was convenient or he needed it, I was his girlfriend. I, it was the stake the claim type of things, especially when we would hang out with other wrestlers. Um, and, a, and I'm a very engaging person. I'm 
I'll flirt with a 90 year old woman like I'd flirt with a hot 22 year old boy. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, that's my personality. And if he saw too much of a conversation going over or he didn't like how someone did something or touched me or whatever, he'd be like, you know, that's my girlfriend, right? Uh, you know, that's my girlfriend. And I was just like, you know, as me, I'm like, oh, my boyfriend is like protecting me. <laughs> like, okay. But then sometimes it was just like, why do you keep yelling at me for saying I'm your girlfriend when you clearly tell everyone else and you clearly write this in our messages? But when I say I'm, it's wrong, I'm, I'm miscommunicating, I'm misleading people. But it just like even with the one, the one article that came out about me, like his female friend, I'm like, oh, I'm your female friend now. I'm your female friend now. Ouch. I was like, you're not even going to like correct that. Right. Danielle, how do you think you're viewed by the general public? Do you think you're viewed as a woman scorned that Matt Riddle just broke up with and she can't handle the breakup? Or But that's think... what's funny is people don't realize I broke up with him. Okay. So we do go. tell. How did you go. end up breaking up with him? How did that happen? Yeah, how do you, uh, sorry uh, to let you know, but I don't too. How'd you get to that point? What made, what'd you say to him, bro? Later, bro. I mean, he sent me a video of him having sex with the teenage girl. An underage girl. That was my breaking point. You're saying an underage, underage girl. Underage, teenage, well, there's two different. <laughs> teenage to me when she was 19. Okay. okay. She's a teenager. You. Yeah. Okay. I hear, a teenager. I hear you. So he okay. takes a video of having sex with her and sends it to you. And what was his yeah. response? Like, what was he expecting to hear from you? Were you guys fighting when he well, said this first video? It, I, want to know I was supposed to be happy. I was supposed to be happy what? that he was being taken care of because I wasn't there to do it. What? What? Okay. So how far up uh, his ass does your foot go after that? Oh, I went psycho. Okay. That, that right there, any comment, any negative thought right there, 100% I would give everyone. I went psycho. Mm -hmm. That's when I literally said, you need to, and I offered an NDA multiple times in our relationship, multiple, because I knew my hurt was so bad, I wanted him to hurt. And that's when also my motive changed where it was like, okay, I'm not trying to hurt him, but I need to get him to stop. Like this poor girl, that's that Ivy Malibu who made her little crying video. That's who got I got sent him having sex with. And I reached out to her and I, and I tried to warn her. And shockingly, actually, she was before me. So there was a girl that called Matt um, and texted him while we were at WrestleMania. And he was like freaking out. It was our date night there because it was the first show. He didn't have to go to the first show. So he was like, it's just our night tonight. He's like, everyone's going to be out at the show so we can actually have a quiet night on town, just me and you, dinner, whatever. We got back to the hotel to watch a movie after dinner, and he just loses it. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I slept with this girl twice, and she's talking about committing herself into a psychiatric room because she wants to kill herself. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, Matt, I'm like, tell me there's more to this story. He's like, no. He's like, I only slept with her twice. I hung out with her twice. She was a nobody. Like, I, and she, she thinks that we were in a full-blown relationship. I literally, babe, I only slept with her twice. I swear to God. And I'm like, but she's saying she's going to kill herself? That's a little extreme. And he's like, I'm blocking her. He's like, you know, these girls, they get, they, they, 
and they, I, I, she's mad because she also saw you with me at the Hall of Fame. And she's like, I thought I was going to be your girlfriend. And I'm like, what other skeletons do you have? Like, or, there was women popping out all the time. <laughs> and not just that, I had men messaging me while I was his girlfriend. And then I'm just like, I don't even know who the fuck I'm dating. I don't even know. I don't know who the fuck I'm dating. What is your relationship with Misha Montana? I don't have one. I reached out to her. I have no ill will towards her. I know I had no ill will towards any of these women. The only time I ever came for Ivy Malibu and Jordan Max was because they I tried nicely and and I understand how they get fed whatever from him. I tried my hardest to say, hey, run, whatever, here, let me tell you what happened when I went through. And they didn't want to listen to me. And then they came for me in his defense. And then they lied to me, especially Ivy. She was like, I don't know, Matt. And then Matt called me screaming at me, like, leave my friend alone. And I'm like, you can't have a 19-year-old as a friend at 37. <laughs> like, you can't, that's, not, that's not feasible. Like, I'm sorry. Like... So it was just one of those things where I did, and that's why I wanted to publicly apologize to them because I did, I, I verbally attacked them because I was just trying to be helpful and I was trying to prevent what happened to me to happen to them. So then when I started, I wished Ivy Malibu would have said his name, but I knew she was talking about Matt. And then with Jordan, it's like, I have no ill will towards Misha. If anything, I feel bad because her time's coming. She has had strokes. She is a single mom. She has the backstory that Matt loves. It's like it's like a flamey on to him. It's a good meal for his appetite. He's gonna he's gonna damage her. Are you concerned for her? Considering I think she had a heart problem. She had a stroke. Oh no, I am. If he because I tell is... you right now, he's gonna break her. Seems to be, it's what he does. Seems to be. He does. And he does it to fill this void that he's never going to fill. Well, he, he thinks RP he's in Led Zeppelin. Is his but he's pleasure. not even in Devo the way he behaves. Not to put down Devo, I kind of like Devo. But uh, he seems like he thinks he's uh, basically a rock star and you're just a bunch of groupies to him. Am I wrong to feel that way? That's what it feels like. No, because the thing about it is, is like when, when I was with Matt, I will, I'll tell you right now, he acted like I was the only woman in a room. He makes a woman feel like she's the queen of the world. He does give that undying like attention, but that's how he gets you locked in. And then he plays this victim card. Oh, my, my ex-wife abused me. Oh, my mistress lied on me. Everyone's out to get me. Everyone's out to get me. And then you start hating these people for him. Cause then you're you're watching what this person in front of you just cry and, and you're you want to take away their pain. And really it's like all these determining factors, you're the only thing in common. All these different women. But he's the only thing we have in common. We can't be all thoughts and 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 the worst part about it is what kills me is he's getting smart. He's going for porn stars. You know how undermined they're gonna get? Mm. Well, look what she does for a living. Mm. She's asking for it. That's what these people think. And then it's, their voices are lost. Yeah. 
Someone like me, I'm a nobody. I am literally the average girl. And he did this to me. And then you had someone like Katie Cartwright. She was a wrestler. She was an up-and-coming wrestler. Career gone. He's just getting smart. You learn. You learn from your mistakes. So now it's like, oh, I have a very, very unique sexual appetite. We go for, for the porn stars. Because if shit happens, who's really going to fucking believe them? Because that's what he told me when I said I was going to expose him for everything he's ever done. He said, I make WWE millions of dollars with my 420 t-shirt. You really think anyone's going to believe you, Daniela? I made it my personal fucking mission. And then I got calls and messages from all these girls who were like, he did this to me. It's like, oh my God. He, 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 everywhere he travels, he leaves his mark. Just damaging, breaking women. Sorry you met him? And no one holds him accountable for it. Are you sorry you met him? I'm always a silver lining type of person, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, and it's taken a lot. I needed someone like Matt to damage me like this because I will never, ever let it happen again. Ever. I will never, ever let a man do what he did to me, especially in the name of love. So, yeah, I hate the fact that I met him, but I thank him because what doesn't break you only makes you strong. And I will never, ever let something like that ever, ever happen to me again. <sighs> What's the future bring for you, Daniela? Hopefully we get past this. What do you look forward to for the future of your life? Remember, I said it. I was only going to talk to one interview. And after that, I'm 20. 23. I have, I closed that chapter of my life. I feel vindicated that a lot of women are finally coming forward. I got the opportunity to speak my truth and not have to do it in broken down messages on Twitter. Um, and now I'm going to close that chapter of my life. I'm done. <laughs> I'm over it. And honestly, I wish Misha and Jordan Max. I, I wish them all the best. And hopefully, honestly, if this is a good rehab, and I don't mean that California rehab, you California sober, if this is a good rehab, maybe he might change. Because he honestly, I think he only does this because he's been through something. Hurt people hurt people. And there's something internal that none of us can fix unless he truly takes the time to work on it. And honestly, running around six, seven, eight days a week, five days a week, traveling, not like, when are you, you going to fix your problems? When are you going to face your problems? So maybe, honestly, maybe this is, this is the reality check. Maybe Misha might also be a blessing. I don't wish ill will, but I just wish him to stop. That's it. Well, we want to thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for being so candid. We're wishing you the best for 2023. And, uh, you know, thank our you prayers guys. are with you. Appreciate it. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Thanks, Daniela. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Well, Farrell.
you know. She kept saying, you know, she's she's nobody, you know. Look, we do a wrestling show. We love wrestling, okay? But I'm going to say this right now. For someone who thinks that she was nobody, you're somebody just like everybody else, hon. John Lennon was somebody. Matt Riddle? Matt Riddle. No. 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 I mean... For me, after talking to her, Daniela up here, Matt Riddle down here. That's how I feel. Um, can't blame me for feeling that way after hearing what I heard. I mean, what do you think? I'm kind of nauseous, but what I think is, you know, I mean, like I said, I always said don't form I'm opinions, gonna tell you, but I'm I got gonna, some feelings gonna, after gonna, hearing this shit. I got my own opinion on it. I'm not, I'm not thrilled with him. Uh, it doesn't sound good to me. Again, I, at all. I'm not laying judgment on anyone, right? I just want to know who the fuck Like at the beginning of the show, I'm not going to lay judgment. People hear the I story. Know, I appreciate her candidness. Um, yeah. You know? Um, but I can feel the pain, though. I mean, for somebody who can feel other people, like I can kind of do that. I that. Here's what I here's oh, what I think. I think man. I think when people become oh. famous. Yeah, they have the not all, but go ahead. They, I know have, they feel like they have the right, yeah. to do and treat everybody. What it feels like. The, the biggest concern I have kind of what this. it feels like. But. You know how I am anti-drug. Yeah, right. Absolutely. My biggest concern is for this girl Misha. Yeah, Misha, mm -hmm. from what I've read, mm -hmm. has had some serious health issues. Right, right. If his appetite mm -hmm. is for the drugs, right, and she. Obviously, Daniela was head over heels for Matt Riddle, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You can't, you know, the, what do they always say, right? The heart wants what it wants, right? Right. right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, she clearly was you crazy know? about him, clearly. Thank God Daniela is a healthy young woman. Yep. Misha yep. clearly needs to watch herself. Mm -hmm. And what if she falls head over heels right. for Matt Riddle? Right. And then feels it necessary right. to do whatever they do. Again, I wasn't there. Right. This is right. what she's saying. Right. Whatever. Well, to me, it's only normal for me to feel this way after talking to her. I, 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 I I'm not, not saying you well. shouldn't. You should feel you know, good about yeah, it. I don't. I don't. Feel All well I'm about saying it. is, I'm like, what I don't want to see someone die over no. this. But you know what I find interesting? She said that you know a porn star is Matt Riddle's filet mignon. Wouldn't it be ironic if she fucks him up mentally big time? Just the very thing he thought, oh, this is perfect for me. What if she finds a way to wrap his mind to mental mush? Oh, you always wanted a porn star. I, I gotta, I, well, guess what? I, gotta, I would love I gotta oh be honest God. with you. What you she, never know. What she was describing. You never know. What she was describing is yeah. a man that doesn't do with, with doesn't, No, but doesn't do without quite often. Right. Okay. So it's hard to believe that one woman... Could you, swing him. You dance that way for that long. That's gonna that's gonna come back to bite you on the ass. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. One thing I didn't you bring can't up. Live that way one thing I didn't bring up. Work. I want to work for him. I want to make something clear. That's, that's so Sonia Ornsby. Yeah. The mother of Daniela has been writing the channel okay. and has been writing us. Okay. Uh, we opted. We opted not to respond. Gotcha. Sonia, I've been reading your comments. I don't feel it's necessary to bring it up during this interview. Um, I'm wishing and I'm hoping for your family that whatever issues are going on, mm. that you can work them out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You remember, yeah. she's only got one mother. Yep. You've yep. only got one daughter. There you go. 
And that's the only advice I have here. I will tell you, I've spoken to your daughter privately numerous times. Mm -hmm. She seems like a very, very nice person. Uh, Again, I don't know her well, but Mm. I feel like she seems like a very nice person, as I'm assuming you are. Yeah, yeah. All right, so all I'm saying is that you only have one life. And trust for me... I could tell you, don't take something for granted. Nothing is bad as it seems, and nothing's as good as it seems. Yep. And, you know, whatever issues you have, and try to work it out. That's all I'm going to say. By all means, please. Um, please I want to thank Daniela for taking the time to coming on the show. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And I want to thank everybody, JB, uh, David Douglas, who's new. Davio, what's up, David? Um, Phil. Davio. Well, David's here because of of um, Daniela. Um, okay. ESO Creative, as always. Phil, uh, Yard Ape, always Yard good to see Ape. you. Chrissy what Lee, up? please get well. What's wrong with Chris? By the way, Chris what's Lee and uh, ESO, I think they're going to do a show together, okay. which is going to be a little bit of fun. What, does Chris have a, a virus or something? He's just he? not feeling well right now. Feel better, mate. Roy Batiste. Loose, love you, man. Always love hearing Roy, from you. Loose cat, yeah. uh, I did say the first lady of wrestling. And again, I want to thank everybody. And uh, Sonia, be well. I'm hoping all uh, for you in the future. Absolutely. All right, we'll see you guys next Thursday. Um, and don't forget, on Saturday, we've got Enzo Amore in-house. That's this Saturday? Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. All right, nice. And also, we'll have, as a special guest on a separate interview, Mr. Eric Sims. We're going to have Eric on the couch? Does the couch know? (laughs) (laughs) No. That's pretty funny. With that, this is Mike Monty. This is the Pharaoh. You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh. Thank you for letting us come into your living rooms. And until next week.